Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. What's up? You're listening to Five Tip Friday. I'm a big fan of reading. In fact, I'm constantly reading some type of a book, sometimes even two or three at the same time. It's not very productive, let me be real. But I love reading. I think there's a lot you can learn from people's life history and just see what can we apply to our own lives. Even if I don't relate to the exact stories or their exact life situation, I can always find something that inspires me or that I can take away and apply to my own life. So today I'm going to give you guys a little bit of a different format. We're going to talk about five lessons learned from a very classic financial book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. So let's go ahead and dive in. The biggest lesson learned, I think, from this entire book is that the rich buy assets, not liabilities. Now, assets and liabilities seem to be very intuitive for us. I will say Robert Kiyosaki has a very different approach. He believes that your mortgage is a liability instead of an asset, and I can kind of understand where he's coming from. In fact, I think it can be definitely true. So this is not an argument over whether your mortgage is an asset or a liability, but the rich do buy assets, things that appreciate over time and liabilities depreciate over time. Things that go down in value are typically liabilities or things that you owe. So I like to always think of it as things that you own versus things that you owe. And the rich are really good at buying assets and owning more things. The second lesson we can all learn from Rich Dad Poor Dad is it's not about how much you make. It's about how much you keep. This is really important because a lot of us think we just need to make a little bit more money. If if I just make an extra $20,000 a year, my life will be changed. And that could be true. In fact, that probably is true. However, more money doesn't fix the problem. More money compounds the problem. So we have to really get really good at managing what we currently have and keeping as much of what you currently have. So when you do get more money, you know exactly what to do and you're not leaking money everywhere. This is a really, really tough thing, but it's a very important concept to grasp. The third lesson that we can all learn from this book, the middle class work for money, the rich have money work for them. So when people are saying, put your money to work, let your money work for you, there's really two different areas they're talking about. They're talking about owning a business where you're not trading your time for dollars directly. You still are in some capacity, but you can actually trade your time for much bigger dollars than if you're an employee. So that's one of the things they're talking about. But the one that's applicable to every single one of us listening today is investing. At some point in your investing career, you get to the point where your investing grows so much and it starts to compound growth over time. 
that's typically when they say your interest starts to earn interest. That's what compound interest is all about. And there's a time in your life where your investments start to make you more than you make working. That's when you are officially financially independent. When you know that your investments are going to bring in more dollars than you can actually earn from trading your time. It's a really, really good goal to strive for. And it does take a ton of time, which is why this is a long-term game and not a get rich quick scheme by any means. Okay, the next lesson that I personally love from this book, it's not the smart who get ahead, it's the bold. This one is so important because I want us to all be risk takers in some area. We should all be striving for bigger and greater things. And I'm a big believer in that quote, if it scares you, it's probably the right thing to do. I try to use that scare test in my own personal life. If something makes me really nervous, it's either because I feel uncomfortable or it's a bad decision. So I've learned to decipher between the two. But speaking of risk, I don't want you just to go out there and take risks for the sake of taking risks because you heard on this podcast, Whitney said I should do this. Robert Kiyosaki says I should do this. No, that's not the case. The rich take risk, but they manage their risk. Now, this is super important because a lot of times we think entrepreneurs are these people that are just so fearless and all of these things. And most of the really great entrepreneurs that I've ever talked with, they are actually very risk averse. They don't like risk at all. They have learned how to manage their risk. They start to get to the point where they can really truly run the pros and cons of every scenario and see that by not taking this risk might be an even greater risk over the long term. But definitely take risks, just learn how to manage that, especially when it comes to your investing as well. The last lesson that I think we can all learn from is to build your asset column first and not that liability column. So he really focuses on this concept throughout the entire book, which I highly suggest reading. I think it's a really good one. But again, focus on assets, not liabilities. So if you have never done this, I want you to create a basic net worth statement. What you're going to do is you're going to write down all of your assets, list them all out, your cash, your how much you have in your checking account, your savings accounts, your emergency funds, your investing. If you were to sell all of your investments today and liquidate, how much money would you have, list out everything. Now, if you want to get kind of nerdy and you want to put your house into that, that's great. Find the the Zillow, whatever it is, the house appraisal for your home, and then just make sure that whatever you put in the asset column, if there is a mortgage or a piece of debt tied to it, you've got to put it in your liabilities as well. So under your liabilities, you're going to have things like student loans, credit card debt if you have it. You're going to have your car loan in there. If you have your car loan here, don't forget to put your car value, the Kelly Blue Book value in your asset section, but list out all of your liabilities to see what are you truly worth? So then you're just going to subtract your liabilities from your assets and that tells you what you're worth. Now, if you're trying to truly build wealth, you have to look at the statement and you have to look at your assets and your liabilities and compare them and start to very actively focus on building your assets. How do you get more money? You start to do the asset section. So that is a really basic example of how to do that. And I hope you guys enjoyed this format. It was a ton of fun to me to recap some of these. And if you enjoyed this, then let me know. And I will definitely do some more book reviews over the next episodes um, when we get to that point. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you're having an awesome Friday. I love you. Hope you're having a great week. And I will see you next week for another episode of the Money Nerds Podcast. Bye. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community and of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. 
New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.